0: One thing that I learned that was very prevalent in some of the non-denominational churches, although they really do a good job of studying the Bible, you know, was this emphasis of the memorization of verses. And, and, I, and I took those things to be very, uh, uh, very important because there's certain, you know, even when you go back to the Benedictines and how they memorized the Psalms, it was a matter of being able to pray through them as a means of uh, continually praying, praying without ceasing. However, you know, when we use elements of the Bible to separate people from one, from one another. That's where we, we don't become teachers, we become judges. And when you look back at the Gospel of Luke, he talks about the coming of Jesus and how he separates the wheat from the chaff. And with the catholic tradition doesn't as much emphasize memorization of particular verses as much as it is recognizing what the context of that verse is not only in that chapter that segment but also in the context of where that was situated in the world and so if you read this from John the Baptist, he writes, his winnowing fan is his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. And, you know, that is definitely used to say you have to believe in Jesus or you will go to hell. And if you go back and look at other religious texts they all talk about this idea of the one and why would god create something only to condemn it and that that's always been that question you know why does does and that, that goes back to this idea of the chosen people but ultimately that choice becomes our choice like and if you look at the context of That passage from John um, it was talking about how he was proclaiming a baptism of repentance and forgiving the sins and he he was stressing the idea that so many people had fallen away from their faith and he was saying you have to produce good fruits you you have to share with one another, you know, how is it that you're coveting things because that goes against the law of Moses. And so he was telling people, you know, don't be greedy. So he's saying, you know, the tax collector saying, stop collecting more than what was prescribed. So these people were being greedy and they were they were, holding their love back to one another. And so following that chapter about separating the wheat from the chaff, he recognized he, he was really pointing to Herod who had, you know, he criticized Herod for marrying his brother's wife and had been doing evil deeds. So he's pointing these things out. And so it's it it really isn't up to us to tell somebody who might be giving their tunics to others or may even be living out a very compassionate life and giving to the poor and loving one another, they are probably living more of a Christian life than some of the people who are saying, no, you don't belong to this church and therefore you're going to hell. And I read back to some of these great beautiful teachings from various religious traditions that talk about the one. Julian and Norwich, be joyful and behold the one in all things and Jesus always says those who have ears to hear and Ram Dass says, only that which is in you, which is also in me, can hear what I'm saying. Vivekananda says, all that appears different in the world is a matter of degree, not kind. The secret is all things are one. And so it's our decision to separate ourselves from others that is not from God. Our decision to take from others what is not ours to not share to not be kind to those and instead say I belong you don't is not really from God so think about when you see people who are trying to separate They are trying to do the work of God by separating other people and saying, no, you don't belong, I do. That's really God's work. Really, it's a matter of who is bearing good fruit.